Hey guys, 100 f- episodes. Let's go. Guys, what is happening? The century mark, 101 double zero, three digits. We've made it. And what better guest to bring on to the show for the 100th episode than the GOAT, the great Bambino, the Sultan of SWAT, the man himself, Laird Hamilton, the greatest of all time. Big wave surfer to ever grace this planet. The guy has ridden waves bigger than anyone that's ever walked the face of the earth. For those of you who have never heard of Laird, let me give you a quick rundown. Laird is an he's an American athlete. He's a surfer, an author, an inventor, stuntman, model, producer, TV host, fitness and nutrition expert. Husband to Gabby Reese, who's also a badass in her own right. Most of you can remember Gabby Reese in her volleyball Olympian playing days. Yeah, talk about a power couple. I would be over the moon to be able to grab Gabby for the show in the future. She's got a hell of a story as well, and I would love to dive into her story also. But to get back into Laird's story, it's such an adventure that he is on, continues to go on and he's constantly innovating, constantly changing his environment, changing his situations, changing his comfort levels with his breathing techniques, with the new fitness routines that he's got in XPT, um, his affiliations with Wim Hof and that breathing technique, as well as Brian McKenzie and, and all the work they do together and most of all the big wave surfing that they do as a unit. There's just got a lot of cool things going on and his mindset is super unique. So what I want you to dive in today with Laird Hamilton, I want you to sit with a guy who is afraid of nothing, afraid of nothing. The guy has ultimate respect for all the forces of nature and he recognizes he is a small piece of this thing, but yet inside of his capacity, he handles it. He handles it, and he turns fear into an untapped energy source. So for the 100th episode of Creating Space, I have no better guest to bring on to the show than the guy who's cooler than a polar bear's toenails. Shout out to Outcast, Mr. Laird Hamilton. Laird Hamilton, the GOAT, the greatest of all time in big wave surfing. Welcome to Creating Space, my man. Uh, it's a pleasure, and thank you for having me. Yeah, you got, this, my, you got my undivided attention. Yeah, and, and you told me just before this show started, I've only got about 30 to 40 minutes, so I know we're kindred souls because if anyone wants to try to hold me for anything longer than that, I'm trying to find the closest escape route, so I know what that's like, my man. Well, the intent, you know, I think your attention span really in that and at that level probably starts to wane away, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, uh, there's no one that can keep me held down and focused for that long. But uh, let's get started, man. Creating space is a mindset about kind of releasing yourself from the, the thoughts and the identity of who you think you might be and opening up a space for your best self. Right. And allowing that person to enter and kind of having the habits that allow you to grow. Yeah, man. I want to I, I want to start with this and I want to salute you in the beginning. I told you this before the show started, but you had a quote in Force of Nature that is uh, fear is an untapped energy source. All right. And, and, and that blew my mind in the state that I was in trying to battle back from a, a massive knee injury. And the first question I want to start with you is, is what does that quote mean to you? Because obviously you have to have that to do what you have done. But to put that framing, to say that fear is actually not something to be afraid of, but something that if you tap into, can take you so much further than you've ever noticed. Explain to me what you meant by that. Well, you know, I mean, first of all, you look, you could just look in nature and, and you see in nature, you know, uh, animals that are scared. I mean, they run faster most of the time than the animals that are hunting them. But, you know, I, I mean, I part... Uh, I learned part of that just through being scared uh, over the, you know, over, over years and years and, and, 
and and harness it and harnessing that 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 as as power as strength and right and so you know and I I mean I don't I don't think that there's any you know I mean there may be a few uh, things but m- most of our natural reactions are based out of necessity I mean this uh, you know being scared is is an important attribute and had humans not been scared throughout their evolution none of us would be here so and then at that point you go okay if this is how i'm supposed to feel in this situation then what are the benefits of that and you know i i only found that when you're scared your your vision's sharper your hearing's better your sense of smell uh your awareness is heightened everything's on high alert and and if you can access that as as something that you're going to use as a resource instead of I'm scared because I call between, you know, fear and then, and then, and then another emotion where panic, you know, like, like there's two actions to it. It's like, Hey, I'm scared. I panic, which that would not be the, you know, when you see animals panic in nature, they usually get eaten very shortly thereafter. Um, (laughs) But, and so, but you, but like I said, just using it, I, I learned it, I think out of, just naturally through, through, uh, from the ocean, you know, the ocean taught me that. And, and, uh, and then I observe it multiple times I, in life. You observe it, you know, a, a mother who's scared for her child, uh, might lift a car, you know, or, right. or whatever you see it na- time and time again. So it, it's definitely, uh, not only is it heightened awareness and strength and all those things, um, that it brings you, but it, it's an energy source. It's a source that you better become, uh, you better have a good relationship with if you, if you know, if, if you're going to be there a lot, if you're going to be scared a lot, you, then you better start tapping into that. <laughs> you got to get to know it. <laughs> yeah. Get to know, otherwise you're going to, it's going to get to know you either way. So you got to decide, you know, do, do you want it to be something that encumbers you or enhances you? Wow. Wow. I mean, we're starting off to, on, a, on a great shout. You know what? In doing a little bit of research yesterday, you talk about that relationship with fear and you obviously dominated the relationship with fear because, you know, back in Tahiti, riding the biggest wave that anyone's ever ridden. But let's start a little bit before that, man. I noticed that you you were born in salt water. Literally, you were, your mother gave birth to you in a salt water tub. You were built for the ocean, weren't you, Laird? Well, we, I mean, listen, we're made of salt water. We, we, we evolved out of, a, you know, a, a, a cold water and I imagine salty water mammal. I mean, it's it's we're you know, I just had the had the opportunity to be around, you know, uh, the ocean since, you know, before I can remember. And 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 the opportunity to be when I could remember to be in probably some of the heavier ocean there that you can be in. Right. Right. And I think that led me to have a, you know, a a more intimate relationship to it. But, you know, I I was describing to someone the other day just about how of all the teachers I've ever had, um, that the ocean was probably the greatest teacher that I continue to have. And and how uh, when you're open to learning that that, you know, that that there's no greater teacher than nature. Nature has been um, has been teaching for a long time, uh, and, and, and uses, and there's nothing that, that it's not encumbered by a salary or a ego, or it's just pure efficiency and, 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 you know, and, and optimizing, uh, existence. Yeah. And it, it looks like you have learned how to develop a massive relationship. Let's, let's stay in that because that's such a profound yeah. talk, man. What are, if you can think back to some of the more profound lessons that the ocean taught you, what are some of the things that come straight to your mind when you think of the the parts that the discipline maybe that you have or the responsiveness that you have? What what specifically are the lessons that well, those I mean, hum- let's just go start with at the top of the list. Go to humility. Like mm. talk about being humble. Like you might think you're big and bad, and you know, but you're you're nothing. You you get out in that world where you know, whales jump out of the water and you can barely get your head out. Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, and, and then when you feel the power of it, it just, and the, and the, and the, and the, and the beauty and all those things there brings, it it demands a certain humility. And if you approach 
the environment with that humility, then your chances are you're going to be successful. You know, you're going to have a, you're going to have a, you know, you're going to be able to survive. And if you come with attitude, you with arrogance, oh, buddy, that thing's just going to get a hold of you and rub you in your face in some coral and uh, <laughs> maybe have come visit and say, hey, what are you thinking today? So, you know, humility and, and then I, I think perseverance, too. I think, I mean, you, you know, I'm not a patient person, but what I've discovered is, is that in a way I have an ability to wait for years years for a, a moment you know and 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 maybe i'm not patient in traffic and my children can drive me over the edge in about a half second but <laughs> I'm, i have skill to wait years for a moment so right um there's some patience somewhere in there maybe i'm using it all up on that wave but again uh the ability to be patient you know the the about uh, the perseverance and, and you know and endurance is like a whole nother thing i i, I met a woman the other day that said yeah, you know, whenever anything gets real hard, you know, I have a tendency just to stop doing it. And I'm like, yeah, but then you'd die if you were in a rip current or if you were someplace that somebody wasn't there to right. get you yourself and you just decided like, hey, I'm going to give up. Uh, so you it demands that you don't you never give up. There's no such thing as giving up. You might change your route or or change your approach or adjust your speed. But you don't give up. You don't stop because there's just no room for that. There's no, you know, uh, what, what did we say the other day? We go bonking is a luxury, you know, like <laughs> there's no such thing as bonking in nature. Antelope just don't bonk. They don't right. say, Hey, stop. Let me throw up. And then when I'm ready, then you start chasing me again. It's like, no, you don't do that. Nature doesn't. I mean, you always just look, go back to nature because nature is, is our teacher. We're supposed to look at, you know, at it and and learn from it and i mean right. all the great things that we know and and all the great things that we do are are connected to it so you so, know that that's a you had a one quote that i read somewhere where you're like you don't understand the power of um a a, a big surf until you're right in front of it and it's like massive buildings falling right in front of you what can you Walk us through what that feels like when you're waiting on the wave that you want, and then the massive aspect of this huge force is coming at you, and how you stay hyper focused in that moment to capture the wave that you've been waiting on and, and not be overcome with fear. What what is that moment like for you, Laird, as you just became fearless in climbing the bigger waves and, and wanting the bigger adrenaline rushes, man. What, what is that like for you? Well, I, you know, I, I mean, I think it, what happens is, is you go, you lose self, right? So wow. when you're in that, when you're in that place, you lose self, you get rid of self. Self's not part of it. It's you're part of a, this thing and you're there because your intentions are genuine. Uh, if you're, if they're not, then you're going to be wondering why you are there. Right. Uh, especially when stuff goes awry. Right. Um, so uh, you know, and you get rid of self and then you become part of it or you become part of the, you, you know, and they, flow, I mean, right? talks about living in the moment. Yeah. I mean, you become part of the moment you become the moment it, and it, and it's, and, and the situation demands such focus, such participation by you right. that you don't get to, uh, you don't get to run those other things, those other brain clog and you can't run them on the situation it just doesn't it's like no sorry we don't have time for that stuff there's no room we only need total focus and then total participation and you know I, I always talk about the hardest thing to do for me really is watch um watch big waves or be in a place that i can't be involved right. that's a difficult thing if i can be in it i'm participating and then i'm out of myself and i'm not and then i'm and then i'm just you know it's like i always say it is and you are Wow, it is and you are. All right, Laird, let's uh let's keep diving into that, man. I just want to keep going deeper into your mindset, right? Because it's obvious that people yeah. former. All right. So talk to me between the difference between the Laird who's in flow on the on the back of the board, waiting on the big wave or about to ride the big wave, and the Laird who loses his patience. Like, what about the ocean in those moments makes you a better version of yourself? Well, again, I think the humility. I also, I think the, the the ability to feel accomplished. I think that when you are able to feel like that 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 you and and nothing more accomplishing than feeling like you've survived. 
you know, wow, there's, probably, yeah. there, there's no greater feeling of accomplishment than, than feeling like you survived. Uh, and, and I think that's why, especially males have a, have a, have a, uh, a draw to that, to that, to those situations, because it, it brings us the, the kind of the highest uh, level of accomplishment that we feel like we, we, and whether we survived it or we got pounded by it and we survived that, or we made a ride or we didn't, but we, we, uh, after you come back into yourself, right. When you're finished, right. you kind of get to come back and then you're kind of like, I, yeah, I made it cool. Like, Holy I, shit, like what I, just I, happened? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. What happened? And it's almost like what happened, you know, you'll finish and you'll be like, that's part of the problem is that when you get done, you, you don't, you're only as good as your last ride. And the only thing you can think about is your next ride. Right. So then you're like, okay, that one's okay. And where's the next one? And yeah. just, you know, and then eventually you got to go home and, and, uh, and, and love your family and, and eat and sleep and do all those things that you have to do on land. But, um, that get, but the, the things to, that, that get you through in between the moments where you get to be the best that, version of yourself. Right. That's right. You that's mentioned, right. you mentioned, oh, the, yeah, sorry. I mean, or you get to be, you know, you get to be, the best version of yourself or, or ultimately uh, you get to be a participant in this, in this, uh, in this existence. You get to participate in a way in it, in it where you're like, okay, I don't know if this is the only reason, but this is definitely one of the reasons why I'm here. Like this is one of the yeah. reasons I, I was born and I, and I, and I, and I'm here that I get to, 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 I mean, you know, I don't know too many other better ones than, you know, of course your, your family, but those times are stretched out over longer periods of time and they have, there's a lot more, this is just everything condensed into a moment and it's a more selfish act. Like within it, you're, you're unselfish, you're, you're out of your body, but then the process of doing it and all the other stuff is pretty selfish. So it's like sure. a weird dynamic because right. there's a selfishness in what you do because it's for you, yeah. but then act of it you're just there is no you it just you're in it and so it's a it's a i mean that's the irony i guess we're selfish in our desire to be uh you know well without listen there without without being that human being you can't be the best version of yourself for your family or your tribe if you're not fulfilling yourself first we have this live still good to no one absolutely Absolutely. We have this live still guide here at creating space where we talk about the importance of filling, fulfilling yourself first, and then you can move to, to your tribe, which is a second piece. Right. So I, I know how important it was for me to have like the locker room camaraderie of the guys when I was a professional athlete. Right. You do it partly for yourself, but also because the community of people that you just love inside of it. And for the big wave surfing, man, I'm sure you have lifelong friends that you yeah, know, you were you were put in dangerous situations, and you've even saved someone's life in the ocean, man. So, talk to me a little bit about what that community of people, what your tribe of of big wave surfers have done for you, man. Well, I mean, first of all, it's a, it's one of the number one. It's the human trait that has allowed us to exist. That we're we're not fast enough, we're not strong enough to survive without each other. Right. So we have this built-in thing, of, and we need it, you know. And they and they've done a bunch of studies about ex-professional athletes and what's the one thing they miss. I mean, it's the thing in the army why you don't want to leave the front line is not always you don't always believe in the cause, but you definitely believe in your friends, and you they're there for you to to protect you. You're there to protect them, and anytime we're put in those kind of situations, whether you're in a hunting party. Or, 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 a, or a big wave group or a professional team, whenever we get ourselves in those situations, we, it's, it's something that we really, we need. It's part of our, our essence that we right. need, that we need that. We need that, that, that community and that, and, and that thing. And, and I know, in, it, you know, that I, guys have pulled me out uh, of situations that, had they not been there, I don't know if I'd be here. Right. Um, I, I've tried to be the guy um, to them that they've been to me, and or I I try to be the guy that that I want them to be for me. Um, you know, it, and so it, it's you know you go in there and you you again put yourself behind and you you put yourself in harm's way. I right. think it's a kind of a little bit of a um, predisposition. I think people 
certain people are just that way. You know, I, I think if somebody um, is in the road and the car is going to hit them, there's just a percentage of us that are willing to dive in front of a car to get to save somebody, even if we don't know them or don't like them or any of that stuff. I think it's just an automatic reflex that there's a percentage of, of us that throughout time had to be that way in order to, to survive. Um, it, it usually comes, you know, in, in young adolescent males, that seems to be a real predominant trait, yeah. which is a little bit like, you know, put them in front cause they'll do, they haven't either been hurt enough or they don't know better. But, but the fact is, is that there's something about that, you know, that, that, that bond that you build with friends in those heavy situations that, that most of life uh, can't compete with. You just can't compare, you know, and I say you really don't know somebody truly until you get in a heavy situation and, yeah. and, and then you learn about them. And fortunately for us, we're, we're not, those relationships that we have aren't tested because we might not have as many as we do, or we might, we might not have uh, the importance on the ones that we think are important. It changes and, you know, you lose friends and you gain friends uh, when you get put in situations where you have to rely on people. And it's, you know, and I think it's a formula for life. I think there's a formulaic process to all of this stuff. I think that, you know, whether you're on a team or in battle or in the giant surf or in the mountains or wherever you are, um, you know, where, you know, and there's, and there's solo sports that you can get away with the stuff, but when you shit happens and you fall and you're hanging upside down, you're hoping somebody's going to come get you because, <laughs> you know, you can't always get yourself. Yeah. You can't always get yourself. And you, you mentioned so much about, and I even read a little bit about how when you were younger, you kind of shied away from competition. You didn't really yeah. like to, to get into competition for yeah. one reason or the, or the other. I think I read that it made you an, an aggressive person that you didn't really, you didn't really resonate with. Right. And I kind of feel that way now, Laird, as I've removed myself from professional athletics. And now I see that side of me, that ego side, when yeah. I start to compete again, I'm not yeah. so sure I like that guy. Yeah. Talk, talk to me about that awareness that you have with the sense of self and the, that ego. And, and you seem to be really evolved in that space. And, do you think, I, I mean, it's kind of two layered questions, but do you think that that sense of ultimate relationship with self is the reason why you're the greatest of all time or one of the reasons at least? Well, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think part of it has to do with, with that. First of all, when you're able to do things, uh, the way you want, how you want, then chances are you might be able to do them a little better yeah. than if having to fit into a, a box um, and do things the way it's done or da, 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 and all that stuff. Um, there's people that perform really well in that environment. I, that environment, first of all, I hate to be told what to do. Um, and, and then I really despise being told when to do it. Right. And then I hate even more have being told how I did it. Um, I like <laughs> to rely on myself to determine that stuff. Like, Hey, I'm going to go now. And I did it. And I come back and I go, I sucked or I, <laughs> I did it great. And, and right. so I'm kind of choosing to, to kind of try to maybe control my, my, the ability. Like, and, and I think that's, it's, I, I started off trying to do that in one way. Um, and I, I'm, I'm continuing to, to try to learn how to ultimately have control yourself of your destiny, of your feeling of accomplishment. If you're relying on other people to determine whether you feel accomplished or not, then don't, be surprised if you never feel accomplished because wow. at the end of the day, people don't care about you ultimately. And at the end, so if you want to feel like you've accomplished something or that, that you, that if you want that and you want to have control of that, then take control of it and do, do, do it things in a way that you are the master of your destiny. Um, and like I said, the, you know, the competitive aspect of surfing at the time, um, watching people do it, Watching what it did to me, I, I lived in an aggressive environment. I was naturally aggressive. Um, me becoming more aggressive wasn't really conducive. It wasn't uh, MMA, you know. It wasn't like brawling where maybe that aggressiveness would have paid off. Right. Um, this this only probably would have got you incarcerated or do something really that you felt sorry for. I mean, you felt bad for after, uh, you know. And and, and so. Uh, you know, I'd love to say, yeah, I had this calculated plan of my whole thing and I went marched along. Um, I think part of it was I, I will I will never uh, I will never um, deny that 
my mission was to be great. Sure. To be a lie. And when, since I was a little kid, um, I was uh, damned and determined to have impact. Mm. I mean, sometimes the impact was, you know, a, a dent somewhere. Um, but, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but the fact is, is I was, I was, uh, I was bent on, on kind of having an impact and, and making, and making, um, you know, uh, what I would, what I considered some, some difference or some, something important, whether that's, you know, whether that is or not is yet to be determined, but the, uh, but I, I you know, I do like the freedom to do things in the way, the way I like to do it, how I like to do it, when I like to do it. Um, and, and that has actually, first of all, led me to doing it a lot more, yeah. um, and led me to be pretty good at things because how could I not be? I'm doing it the way I want, how I want, when I want. And if, if you really have passion, that means you're going to be doing it a lot. And that means you're going to get, you know, and I told somebody, listen, if you get good at balancing a chair on your head, uh, you can make a profession out of it. If you're sure. good at it, people will pay you to watch you run around with a chair balanced on your head. So uh, at the end, you can never underestimate what hard work and determination and, and all this stuff, you know, where it ends up. You get rewarded for this effort, regardless of what you, what you, uh, if you, whether, regardless if you believe the thing that you're doing is, is significant or not. Larry, there's so much value you're coming with right now. I kind of want to walk in a, a, a little bit of a parallel path here as we talk about the, the construction of your career and as you were fighting yeah. to, to become great, right? I love that. Yeah. Your, your whole demeanor yeah. changed when you talked about your desire to be great. You can see that yeah. it's something that you plan for. But Laird, listen, man, you know, you as you start to become great, you start to be fueled by society as and, and, and the ego starts to form, right? And sure. I'm sure in your younger years, listen, you know, people voted you, what, one of the 50 most beautiful people alive. I mean, I'm sure there were temptations all yeah. over the place, Laird. Talk yeah. to me, um, because it's something that I didn't do well when I was an athlete. I didn't do well with temptation. I didn't do well at, at staying faithful. And I didn't do well at staying focused. And what has allowed you to... Um, stay focused, stay faithful, stay true to you amongst all your successes? Well, I mean, I can tell you that, you know, that, uh, you know, religious convictions, or I could say a lot of different things, a lot of more lessons, like mm. messing up, doing yeah. the wrong thing, and then going, that feels very bad. Right. And my heart hurts. And I don't like that feeling. So let me avoid that in the future. Uh, let me not do that and try to learn from that, those those mistakes and those, those things. And, uh, I mean, I don't think it's, I think you can see things better when you've experienced them. Obviously it's like everything. If you've never done anything, you don't, it's easy to not do it because you're like, Oh yeah. I mean, not easy to not do it, but like in a way, I think you don't have necessarily, it's one thing to know it and then make a difference. It's another thing to not really know it and then be like, okay, I, I you know, I don't have an issue with that. And, and I think doing, you know, learning from your mistakes, learning, learning from your, you know, your, you, listen, we're all human. We've all, we all fall short. Sure. I mean, it's just, it, it, there's no, um, you know, and no one gets out alive, but the fact is, is that, and then learn from other people too. Like you look up to people, things you didn't like about other people. So, you know, through your own mistakes and then try to learn, you know, and, and I had people around me that, that I thought, well, I don't want to do that. And then I had other people around me that I thought I want to do that. And, the people I looked up to, my mother was an incredible woman, um, and definitely didn't care about how, what, you know, what I did, it was how I was. And she mm. was concerned about like, she could care less if you were great at anything. It's like, you know, how are you to people? Uh, you know, what kind of person, what kind of person are you? What value system? And uh, are you generous? Are you kind? Um, you know, are you compassionate? I mean, these are all things that those were the things that concerned uh, my mom and, 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 you know, and, and she wasn't like, okay, we'll get rich, successful and well, you know, and that or whatever that was like, and, and, and that was, that would mean nothing that, that was all about, you know, your value system and, and your moral character and all that stuff. And so, uh, and, 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 you know, if you have that base foundation and then you go through and you make mistakes and you learn along the way and you kind of go, well, now that hurts. 
I didn't like that. That doesn't feel good. That felt great. I like that. Right. And just, to, you know, and, and, and don't become so calloused. I think I'm, I was, um, well, and I, and my environment helped me a lot. I grew up in Hawaii. And so as a young, because I was a white guy and, and that stuff, that, that kind of made me different and which made me have a better perspective of my, who I was, because we are all different. And, and if you come in thinking you're special, um, that's why I talk about humility and the ocean teaching you, you know, to be humble. Um, that if you come in with that more humble perspective, then when stuff does happen and you have some sort of success, you're realistic about it. You know, I always say that, you know, when you get an award, it's for the people giving it, not getting it. I mean, you know, these go, yes, we'll give you this award. And meanwhile, that, but it's for them because then they're the self-appointed authority on the thing and they can pat themselves back and we bestow this upon you. You get it. You're like, okay, great. But you know, what is that? What does that do? Um, and, 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 you know, and, and there's little things, you know, don't read your own press and don't, don't do the, you know, don't be patting yourself on the back because at the end of the day, as soon as you go back out again, the wave doesn't care. The wave is right. going to slam you again. You know, we have a saying, we're all equal before the wave. And when the wave comes, uh, it's not going to discriminate. It's just going to pound everybody just the same. And I, you know, so I always have that to go back to whenever I, maybe I, if I ever start getting big for my britches, I will say, when I was younger, I definitely had a lot more attitude to push in one way, but it was also um, it was also because that's where I was at in my evolution. It was that was the necessity of what I needed to for that stage. And then once I got to another one, but it was like you know that saying in the good book, you know, when I was a child, I behaved like a child, but when I became a man, I put away my childish ways. And at a certain point, you got to start thinking like, hey. Now that's great. You know, you're, you, you, but now what are you going to do now? You're old enough. You're, you've been through enough things. Um, you know, the difference between right and wrong and what's good and what's not. Um, and unless you've cal cal, you know, calcified or, or, or put so much callus on your heart that you can't feel that stuff anymore, you know, when it's right and when it's wrong and, and, uh, you know, and, and I, I don't know. I, I just think I, you know, learning from other people's thing, but just feeling it, being sensitive enough to feel it yourself, like feel it like, Hey, was that, was that good? Is that cool? Is that great? Or no, that's not. And, and, and then go back to the things that you love that are healthy and, you know, that are sustainable and that have all those, those perfect, you know, traits that make them something that that's worth putting your energy and your time for. And then you go back to them and you get rewarded and then you just go, okay, well that's unrewarding. The pursuit of that is unrewarding. The final outcome is that, you know, I, it's like I tell people, I go, listen, there is a difference between making love and having sex. By Absolutely. You might not know that, but there's making love and there's having Absolutely. sex. Absolutely. That's why they call them two different things. Right. And one comes with, with commitment and time and effort and all this stuff. Another one comes with just maybe a, you know, a bottle of Jack Daniels or something like it. There's just, you know, <laughs> it, 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 there's a separation and, and, yeah. and for some people, they never experienced the one. The right. one, they never knew it. Right. So, Listen, um, Laird, I, I love it, man. There's so it just your stream of consciousness, man, is, is big time, dude. And I love seeing you in flow. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to carry that on to the next sort of evolutionary piece of this of this conversation, man. Um, yeah. You know, I, I messed up royally and in, 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 yeah. um, and I had to go through that big time. And I went through that while going through a massive knee injury and struggling with mental illness. And it all happened at once Laird. But that in hindsight, man, was the shift in the kick that I needed to get out of that spot. And it is the reason that creating space. And now you're going to something, and now you're going to have something far more important and have a bigger effect than you being great at what you were doing and all of that stuff that we put importance on. And, you know, and at the end, I think, and you're doing it, which is you start to realize that giving, if you can get, I mean, giving's far greater when you're young, you just want to get right. It's just like, how do I get as much as I can? And then you get a little bit older and you're like, well, this getting stuff, it ain't getting me anything. (laughs) Desire to get. And it's, and I have the same empty hole that I've been trying to fill by getting stuff. And then you start going, wow, giving's cool. Let's try that out. And then I call it the selfish act of giving because in a way, when you give, it's really because you're getting the feeling of giving. How good does that feel, Laird? How good does it feel when you just give to someone and and almost minimalistically where you get something in your life, you know, you won't use it. Or even if it's just giving of your time or of your energy, man, it's such a good feeling. 
the best. It's and, the and best, I, man. Gab and I talk about this too. We talk about it that you also have to allow, do you have to receive in order to allow other people to give? So when somebody wants to give you something, you got it. You have to take it, even when you don't want it. Oh, that's interesting. That's really, that's really good. If you don't, then they can't give, and then you're stopping their feeling of giving. So it's a tricky dynamic where you got to go. Hey, you know, I don't really want this thing from this guy because I don't want to feel like OM and all OM. And a lot of people don't want to receive anything because they feel like they owe somebody. But you have to allow people to do that in order for them to get the feeling. And if they have ill intentions. That's that's their problem. Right. You get blessed by by receiving as well as because you're allowing them to give and then vice versa. You know, it's it's I mean, listen, it's it's not that hard. I mean, it's written down in books. It's in every philosophy. It's everywhere. It's just that we're just slow learners, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> slow yeah learner. No kidding, Laird. Um, let's move that. You mentioned a little bit about Gabby Reese. I mean, come yeah. on, man. Come on, yeah. Laird. Like, are you just trying to punish everyone and everything? No. Listen, I think it's amazing. She is arguably the greatest of all time in her sport. And she's so driven and motivated. Can I can I selfishly ask the question? Where'd you guys meet? Like, what was that like? Was it on a beach? Was she surfing too? Well, Talk to me I about that. Her, actually, I met her in Hawaii, and I was in no position to meet her or in the state of mind. Uh, but uh, she it was a TV show she was hosting, and she actually came to interview me. And uh, I, I said it was love at first conversation. So yeah. it really had to do with yeah, because I you know for me a, a, a beautiful girl. I'm like, oh yeah, manipulation and sure, some sure. other cunningness. Like I'm just like, all the flags go up just because of the nature of the power of beauty and 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 the abuse of it when it's when it's held by certain individuals is pretty massive. Um, and so uh, that's powerful. You know, that's powerful. The, the beauty, the beauty, the power of beauty and the manipulation when it's held by certain people. Man, that's so true when you think about it. You can see it when it's coming, can't you, Laird? We like you better. <laughs> Yeah. You better. Kingdoms have fallen. Kingdoms <laughs> have fallen. Just boom. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's some, you know. So so and and the fact at the time when I met Gabby, I was I was I was married and had a child, and so got it, got it. That wasn't like I said. I was in no position. I didn't even wasn't even thinking about it. That's probably why I got clocked from run over by a truck from the side. Did she? Um, did she just roundhouse kick you, man? You knew immediately. It huh? was just it was out of my hands. Uh, and, and it's easy to say that to me. Oh yeah, I grew that up. But the fact is, is that the situation I, what I was in was, was 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 not a healthy situation. And um, and I wasn't the, the last thing I was like. Oh yeah, hey, I you know I want to meet a girl that I really want to be with instead of be with a girl I really don't want to be with. Right. But the fact is, it just it, it was like a bolo punch and uh well, you know what's so cool Laird is that you you were able to be strong enough to make the decisions to go after what you want it's just kind of the thing that you do you know what I mean and <laughs> you allowed it hey look you allowed it yeah, to open up right? I did you I did. allowed it you allowed I, it to I you, did I, I you did. can't go against yourself can you if, if there's anything I've learned if you go against yourself your soul your spirit you are only going to push yourself into a place of darkness. You know what I mean? So can we talk a little bit about what that was like to have to go through that space of being in something and knowing that you longed for something more, you know? Well, I I know, I mean, I was in something and then I know I was longing for, I was, I was more about not wanting to be where I was than I was longing for something more. And so I ran something more and then I went, Oh, that's, that's that's it. That's, that's what I, that's what I'm longing and then for. I can recognize that, and then uh, you know, and then and then uh, you know, in that process of 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 that, you know, of seeing that, and and then being like, okay, well, that's actually the wave I want to ride. Yeah, uh, that's the real one. I kicked out from this other wave, and uh, but yet in the other, but within that, I had the you know, I had the the you know the 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 pain of of you know hey my child my this all this other kind of associated guilt and some of these other things um, that that weighed on my heart uh, during the process sure. but yet not in, not enough to stop me from from uh, from ultimately going the direction I went and 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 I mean you know that old thing wasn't what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and and you have to if you don't sometimes 
listen to your heart, like you said, you're going to end up far, far away from where you should. And, you know, and listen, in my, my love for Gabby and the, and the things we've been through, you know, we've had our, we've had our struggles and our journeys along that process. And, and, uh, you know, and, and it's a, it's a ship, man, it's called a relationship and you have to sail it. You have to, you know, sometimes it's stormy and shit breaks and, you know, you're just trying to keep the thing from sinking. And then sometimes, you know, and it seems like when you put the effort, effort and the commitment into it and and you know and you learn how to sail it um it, you know and it's always an ongoing evolution um but uh being like-minded i think and and i never have met a woman that quite understands me better than i understand myself um it, you know they well a good woman is that's powerful it, it, that's powerful tell that's, me this laird um there's something so beautiful that a woman can teach you about yourself and you just mentioned that man i mean that's the beauty of the relationship because you begin to see um, she, she introduces you to a self, right. Yeah. That you didn't know, you didn't see. So yeah. what, what did, what did Gabby well, they see things in you too, that you don't necessarily see in yourself. So what is she, what's see she things, seeing you? What's she seeing you? What, what, um, what does she well, teach you? I think, I think that what she, she saw in me was the depth of my passion. Ah. And the fact is, is that she knew that if that was aimed at her, that it would be that I had the skill set. I had a, I had a level of, uh, of, of, you know, of depth and, 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 and commitment to my passion, uh, that ultimately your, your woman is becomes part of that. And sure. so if you're not passionate about anything, then chances are you're not gonna be too passionate about your woman. So again, it starts again, like with the small stuff and, you know, and when, then what are you passionate about and what are you doing about that right. passion that you have? Um, and, and, uh, you know, and, and so that, I think that was a, that was definitely a, a part of, a part of that, um, you know, and, and, and also too, maybe they, they, there's things that I don't necessarily think of myself as I look up to myself. Like I always feel like I'm falling short. I'm never working hard enough. I'm never, you know, I'm never doing enough. And, and sometimes she, she will help. She'll be like, you know, on honored or proud of my, the level of my commitment where I'm, maybe I'm not seeing it as much right. because I'm inside of it and I'm in it. And so I don't necessarily look at what it looks like, but from her perspective, uh, she'll, she'll like sometimes reinforce and give you a little bit of boost that you need, um, in those moments when sometimes maybe you're kind of questioning, cause it's always totally natural to, to, to question, you know, your commitment to your, your, your passion, your certain, you know, these things. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Speaking of that, Laird, um, you, you don't do anything half-assed, my man. Look, you know, what, what I love, what I love is that commitment to purpose. And when you decide, Laird, man, you drive the lane hard. So the question is, is what do you, you work to level of mastery, man. Like, what are you working on right now? What are you trying to master as you've already put your 10, 15, 20, 50,000 hours in the ocean? Like, what are you working to now? Obviously, you got um, XPT, you've got that yep. jumping off, but is that your level of passion? I see you're working with Wim Hof. You're doing a lot of cold water breathing stuff, but what is like the thing for, for Laird Hamilton right now? Well, uh, right now I have a new device. Um, I mean, obviously the father being a, being a good, a good dad and a, and a, and a, and a good husband and a good lover and a, you know, and all those things that are ongoing, you know, these are ongoing I have a lot of fires, you know, a lot of balls in the air that I'm trying to keep um, flying. I mean, in my selfishness, in my act of wave riding, I got these these hydrofoils that I've been riding for a long time. Those are having... those are awesome, man. Those foil boards are sick. Yeah. It was like relearning. You know, I told somebody it's like being a kid again. I'm like a little kid. I'm looking outside. I'm like, okay, I gotta go. I'm like, right now, I'm like, okay, I got how many more? I'm and I'm so in a way. Well, how I'm... much time? How much time do you have left? Laird, I, I well, I continue. Listen, my my I, my whole thing from the beginning when I first started, when I first started surfing was that I was my idea was always to retain my love of it, and and how do I do that? How do I continue to retain the love and the passion that I have for wave riding? Because I felt if I ever lost that, I'd lose probably one of the 
if not the greatest thing that I've ever had, because it's, it's Gabby's in my life because of that. I'm, right. I, I, I mean, all the lessons I've learned, all my teachings are, are because of that. Everything I, everywhere I go and everything I have and everybody I meet, it, you know, is, is, a, is, is, a, is a result of, you know, of, of that relationship with the ocean. And the last thing I would ever want is to not be excited about doing it. So that's why I continue to always look to re-indent it, to redo it, to do it another way, you know, close-eyed, hand behind the back, upside down, backwards. I mean, whatever it is that I got to yeah. keep doing it to keep my passion, that that's what I'm doing. And I, and I've been, because I think my, my willingness to be a, a fool or my willingness to, 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 to crash, you know, my willingness to be made fun of, my willingness to be a beginner has continued to allow me to reinvent it. And so, mm. and so I keep getting rewarded, like a renewed afresh, like renewed, renewed, every continual renewal because, because I'm willing to, 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 to be a beginner. Um, and I, and that's what my whole, I think my, my really the top of my whole thing, if I look at it philosophically, what is the approach for everything I'm doing, whether it's in fitness, nutrition, relationship, wife, family, wave riding, all that stuff. It's just to be, to be open and to be like a child, to be enthusiastic, to be hungry, to learn, right. to be willing to be a, a beginner, to be subject myself to new stuff and just be open, just open the, open your, open your eyes and your ears and your heart and let, and the stuff just comes like layer. I mean, that's so powerful. It does. It, it comes from it, every, it comes from all directions. Doesn't it, man? Yeah. You but, can't even keep, you can't keep track. It's no, you can't keep track. And what I love is, is now more than ever, there are so many more people that are, um, pushing others to, to follow their soul and to follow their passions and to listen to yeah. their spirit. Right. And it's, it's yeah. allowing people to live this purpose filled life that they're, that they're just ignited by. So for, sure. for, for our listeners at creating space, a lot of these people are really maybe stuck in a situation and they want to know, um, they know what they love, or maybe they don't know what they love, but they know that they want something else. So yeah. layered, if you have a piece, a powerful piece that you could speak to that notion, to those people, what would you say to someone who's like, man, layered, you know, I respect you, but I, I'm a witnesser right now of, of, of the life experience. And I, I really want to become a participant. What would you say to help them get over that gap? Well, don't get in your own way. Don't stay out of your, you stay out of your way and, 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 and go subject yourself to the unknown. Go, go, go. If you have something, listen, your if your heart's talking to you and you should, you know, and it's saying, Hey, go do this or go experience this. And, 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 and then you need to, you need to listen to the voice inside that's saying, and it's not the voice that's saying, Hey, go to the bar and get drunk because that's not what we're talking about. We're talking right. about being, you know, and the, and the first place, it's not out there. It's in here. It's in. So if so you want to, if you want to find it, find it here, find it, find it here. And you know, the great thing about breathing and about uh, some of these other ways of, of going in here, you know, and, the, and some of these physical, um, some of these physical challenges that really demand introspection, like demand you to go in there. Right. Those are the things that are going to, those are going to ignite something that will actually allow you to go outside and find something else that will help you. You know, and I, I listen, I have kids and I just, it's about exposure. It's just exposure. Hey, here's nine things. Try this one. Try that one. Find something you like. I always quote the movie, the jerk, find your special purpose. Everybody has one. You have something you're passionate about. Subsid I mean, I would subsidize my surfing with, you know, excavate, excavating tractor work, tree, lumberjack, whatever it is. But I've been fortunate enough that I've actually been able to subsidize my surfing with surfing. So right. uh, shame on me. But but it, find something that you really go after. What Do something that makes you feel, you know, if you're an artist or you're a musician or you're a dancer or you're whatever it is, what it is that brings you that feeling, do that more. And, 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 and continue to nurture that and nurture your nurture this a little bit. I think nurture this this thing to just like love this thing, you know, uh, breathe air in it, think about it, meditate in it and, 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 uh, and believe, I think you gotta, you know, I always say, uh, all is possible. Just, you gotta believe it. And, and, uh, and if it's not, if, if certain things aren't happening, you're not really believing hard enough. 
believe it because it's it's coming. Yeah, man, that's so good. You know, Laird, as we round this out, I know you're time sensitive. You got a lot of stuff going on. Couple last couple of questions. One thing I'll ask is in that aspect of we need to figure out what ignites us up. And as we, yeah. if, if we just follow our excitement, we'll, we'll learn more about ourselves, right? And, and the discovery path will, will, will unveil itself, right? For me, right now, I'm working on really expanding the creating space message because I really want people to, to, to stop thinking that they have to be something and just become what they are, right? So what wow. do you do? What do you do every single day that are your non-negotiables and no matter what happens, no matter where you get picked up and placed in, in, the, in the world, you do these routines or whatever for yourself, for your soul that just makes you a better person for that day. Well, I mean, bring consciousness to your breath. If you bring consciousness and awareness to your breath, to your breath, like bring, bring awareness to your breath because your breath is life and the spirit and the breath are connected. There's a, there's a, they're, they're united. No breath, no life. When the breath goes, the spirit goes. And, and, and if you bring awareness and consciousness to your breath, it'll, it'll bring, first of all, bring you a peace, but it'll also make everything else good. You'll be good. You'll, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be good just being you where you are. Because at the end of the day, I think that existence is an accomplishment that, that being just being is an accomplishment. I mean, it's, it's obviously must be because you got, you know, the act of making love and eggs getting fertilized and then birth. And I mean, this is some accomplishing shit that, that, and we're good. And, and you're, you know, you're, and then, you know, you, and then we can go from there about what level of this and that and all these other things that, I mean, listen, there's no, you know, I know a lot of unhappy, wealthy people. <laughs> so yeah. wealthy, yeah. wealthy, and I know a lot of unhappy, famous people. So famous ain't doing it. So we know fame and wealth ain't doing it. So you know, and then I know a lot of people that are extremely happy that have family, they have friends, and they do things and they nurture their 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 temple. So I mean, at the end of the day, you may already have everything you ever needed to be the happiest person in the whole planet. You just need to turn around and take a look and go, Oh yeah, I already have family, friends, and I am, you know, and, and if you don't, then just get this temple good. And then all those other pieces will probably arrive shortly thereafter. So what did Wim Hof's, uh, that breathing technique, how has that exponentially changed your relationship with your breath or has it, or, What's your relationship? You know, I, I, I mean, I, obviously, Wim's a friend of mine. I've done, I've done uh, a, a lot of his training. Um, I've been that led me into a lot of other breath work. I've done breath work long before I ever met Wim. Obviously, because drowning is such a, a you know huge part of being in the water. So you have a relationship with your breath that, and and I've been doing things naturally with my breath that that uh, are kind of fundamental breath work stuff. Uh, just given because of the nature of, of, you know, uh, of what you do and, and when you have awareness of it and it, it, it's, but I, but it's led me, um, into, um, a bunch of other breathing techniques, um, as well as led me into a bunch of other, uh, there's a great book, uh, right now called the, uh, oxygen advantage, um, which, which talks about just how our breath works and, and, and then, and then, you know, now we're, because of Wim's work, we, we started to, his technique kind of evolved from, which was Tumo and, uh, and that Tumo is a Himalayan, uh, breathing technique that's pretty much used for meditation, Right. but you get really hot and hang out in the ice with it, but it's, it's really, and that really, uh, you know, when you get into athleticism and you get into sex and you get into food and you get into weight loss and you get into every single thing. The, probably the single greatest component that there is is breathing because it's all about oxygen. It's all about your, le you know, your levels of, of, of CO2. And, uh, I mean, we, you know, we, we, no breath, no life. So, um, you, you want to do something for yourself and not go, I mean, I don't go a day without conscious breath work and then maybe it's incorporated in exercises. Maybe it's incorporated in stretching. Maybe it's incorporated in, in meditation. Uh, you know, maybe it's incorporated in, you know, use your imagination, but uh, <laughs> it, it's there, you know, it's, it's there. We're, 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 
we're bringing awareness to air because uh, it's life and 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 it'll really uh, again uh, you know i think a lot of the reason why we have a lot of the emotional and diseases that we're dealing with in in our world is because we just don't have a proper system to first of all uh, nutrition wise and our nutrient lack of nutrient density but oxygen is the king it's at the top sure. and i think our relationship with oxygen um it, it has has uh faltered in our in our domestication of our species and 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 that we we you know and i don't care how you have to do it i have one of the, i have you know one theory that a lot of uh, exercise is really just a way to trick us into breathing that we won't breathe. So the, the brain just goes, Hey, we know you're not going to breathe. So get out there and ride your bike, get out there and run, get out there and swim, get out there and do something that forces you to breathe because I need this oxygen. I need these high levels of CO2 do this so that my body can, can run better. I mean, none of this stuff is by accident. We don't just, you know, you don't have stuff in your body. You don't, these foods and all this stuff are, it's not out here just coincidentally. This right. stuff's all part of the system that uh, evolved for, you know, and it was, and it's there for a reason. And your, your body will find ways to beg for what it needs and it'll get you moving for what it needs. One way or the other. Yeah, whether, man. Whether you listen or not. Absolutely. Here, listen, Laird, I'm so grateful for your time, man. I'm so grateful. You know what I'm grateful for is playing in the league for seven years, meeting a lot of famous people and, and having the opportunity to really kind of bounce around and have conversations with, with people who have done a lot accomplished. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you can know right away, Laird, the level of intelligence or the level of awaken and awareness of the person that you're talking with. I've spoken with a lot of famous people. I've spoken with a lot of rich people who you can tell are not awake, alive yeah. uh, and aware. You know, For what's sure. so refreshing is that the goat, the big yeah. wave goat is alive. He's awake, dude. And, and he's yeah. helping people grow, man. And yeah. I salute you, um, Laird, because you've taken it from a wave and you've, yeah. you've allowed your wave to like crash onto other people. And man, is that, if that's not like the, the, the purpose of life, I don't know what is man. So I salute you for that there. Well, I, sure. I, I, and I'm, I'm honored and I appreciate it. I, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, I think it's a responsibility. So yes. I look at it like that. If you're in this position and you can, and you can make a difference, you better be making a difference because mm. There's a re, there's it's meant you you have a responsibility um, and 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 the fact is is that I've been blessed and I've been exposed to so many phenomenal people and so much information that I you got to share it and again it's a selfish act of giving so don't 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 think it's all like uh, you know it's, it's all about the selfish act of giving I'm yeah just yeah now listen <laughs> last question for you Larry last one I know you okay. want to jump out on your board and go out yeah. there you know listen you just like you mentioned. You got a lot of experience. You got a lot of you got you got a long yeah. way. What do you want your legacy to be when when it's all said and done? Oh, I you know what I mean when it's all said and done. I mean I want to be, you know, good husband, good friend, good lover, good father. You know those are the those are the kings at the top. Mm. Compassionate, compassionate, humble. When I mean back to my mother's values back to the values of those things. And then, you know, and then on the end, you can say, you know, um, you know, that, that made, that helped, that was, that took, took the position he was in and, and used it responsibly and, 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 uh, and, 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 you know, and had influence and made positive and, and around and, and made a difference in some people's lives. I think I would go in that order like that down to the thing. And then you can talk about, you know, riding a giant wave at the very end when no one's going to read it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> They'll be tired. They'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. Shut up. <laughs> Listen, but man. But, yeah, I at the top, the top, just be a good person, you know, be a, be a good, a good, a good person. And you know what the bottom line is? And, and not, not every second always, but freaking honest, buddy. Be yeah. the, tell the truth. Tell the truth. And, uh, as, as the, you know, as the best you can now re remembering what my mom said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, right. but just trying to be, be, you know, just, just, just walk tall and, 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 and be humble. Laird Hamilton, you're the man. I appreciate you coming on to creating space. 100 episodes in and man, has it been a wild ride and to think when I was starting episode number one in Mark Right of ESPN's 
house totally on a whim, could not figure out how to get both mics working. Both he and I recorded a podcast from one mic, trying to speak into one mic, two guys. Imagine how uncomfortable that was. To be able to say 99 episodes later, I'd be rolling out a podcast interview with Mr. Laird Hamilton himself. Fear is an untapped energy source, and I wholeheartedly believe that if you can just keep pushing beyond your fear every single day, keep taking a step, then you will conquer what it is that you've got your mind on. And there was no wave too big for Laird, and he exemplified that. And he has constantly been able to push himself to new heights push his craft to a new level of mastery and he keeps innovating and changing the things around him so that he stays stimulated, he stays motivated, and he continues to become a better version of himself. If you love this podcast, which I'm sure you have, it's a beautiful podcast, please share this episode with someone that you know. This is how the Creating Space podcast continues to grow. I'm so grateful for you guys in the Creating Space tribe. I love just how this community is forming. And I love how you guys are spreading this podcast around like a wildfire. I can see it in the downloads. Keep it going. Let's continue to spread this message. Keep teaching people how to create space for their best lives. And with that being said, have a great rest of your week. Take a second, fall into gratitude, choose love over fear. But that fear, when you do lean into it, it's an untapped energy source. Go get it.